to see your those those baby blues, those balabans like to <laughs> <laughs> look you right in those balabans. Y'all look um, beautiful. Every glance a sandwich. Welcome to the dungeon, my friends. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's so Thank nice to see me. you. Yeah, I was knocking on the door for a while trying to get down here into the green and, room, yeah, into the into the dungeon. Well, you're here now. Um, pretty good slate this week. We watched uh, Michael Mann's 2004 film Collateral. Uh, we also watched Danny Boyle's uh, 2007 film Sunshine. And then that docu... Oh, and then Seth Parker suggested that we watch this documentary from 2019 called Honeyland. About What would you say? It's, it's about a woman in like Macedonia who is like using ancient beekeeping methods um, and like, I don't, well, yeah, we, I mean, we'll I, get into yeah, it. Yeah. We'll get it deeply into it. Uh, Honeyland, man. You kind of, I just slayed, thought that y'all had seen you it. You kind of slayed us. I thought, I I thought it was common knowledge with y'all, especially with Bows. I figured that that was, no, your, no dude, Bows's. you night, you nightingale us. <laughs> we totally got nightingale. I was like, I realized that I was, uh, a small child walking behind a person who couldn't who couldn't stand the noise of me and just <laughs> shot me in the heart and left me there. Oh, um, brutal! So no, I didn't mean to. It was beautiful. Yeah. No, it was great. This was Andrew and I watched this too, and this is some deep Andrex wheelhouse too. Oh, like that's so um, heartening. She's been reading about like beekeeping and basically like kind of like you know. Um, so it was, it was, uh, is she it, thinking it about here. getting involved? Um, well, if we ever could keep bees, yeah, but it's more yeah. just like, she's thinking about it. Like she's just reading a lot about yeah. it. It seems you know? like an, I mean, yeah, that relationship, all the yeah. relationships in that movie. Oh, well, I guess all the relationships. I was thinking about like the Zen of like not getting stung by bees. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm. the, um, I don't know, like what what kind of like higher plane you have to reach to? Yes, <laughs> it's like or the, like like if you're a dick, you're definitely getting stung by bees, as we've seen clearly. Yeah. It was so beautiful yeah. to watch that yeah. way. Uh, you have to sort of uh, chant the right sounds with them and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Uh, direct the them in some important. kind of a basket or something, and the. Yeah, the bee the bee knapsack is like I I just can't believe how like how smart people have been for such a long time and how like how we just like completely ignore all of that wisdom. Well, as you can see with the other bees that come in and like kill everything, you know, like yeah, Andrew Andrew and I were like Andrew was pretty worked up about. She was just like they burned her like. Yeah. tree down and then they uh. cut down the other tree that you know she's just like how is this anything other than patriarchy and like a sort yep. you know she's just of like course. it's just this like i was this, wondering like, forest fire of uh. of a uh, bad technique I, it made me think a lot about like uh you know i think that like this idea about um like what labor looks like is mm. really like I think mm. it's a movie that like really visualized what different kinds of class bound labor are like. Like if you're if you're the guy with the family and you just are kind of trying to fix something, never with the right tool, never with what you have, never you know, like you ha- you're you're solving problems by like 
pushing things and like, you know, moving through the muck and like just the kind of like, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this where you've like solved something and you've had the wrong tools and you don't know what you're doing. And you're just, you know, you're just like doing something that like takes like four hours that like, if you had the right tool and like knew one thing, like it would. So it's, it was like an interesting study, like at least partially in that as a phenomena, you know, like the not knowing how to do something, what that looks like, you know? Yeah. With the we'll figure it out and then you and then it's a lot harder than you think. Man, the animal stuff was rough too, I gotta say. Ooh. But yeah. Ooh. Well, I mean, yeah, that it's not like you I don't know. I don't wanna like judge the family. Yeah, you know, I know. Much, I mean that's that's but like but at the same time it's like yeah, I don't know. We because we watched Gremlins last week, and I was like, I had been like thinking so much about like just like the way the Gremlins like embody this whole idea of like just steamrolling. Like, um, I just can't get over that scene in Gremlins one where they're all in the bar getting yeah. shit faced, and like where I'm, I was just so overcome by like the Gremlins are just like they're all of us. I'm I'm a fucking Gremlin, just like. I, like like using oh. up resources and like <laughs> oh. fucking everything up. Yeah. And when I watched Honeyland, it's like, well, okay. One thought I was having is like, if I was like yearning for property rights, like I just wish this woman could like own. The, like at one point, she like threatens to take them to court, and it's like I di- I was like in my head, I'm like fantasizing about like yes, take them to court. Like, w- but there's no court. Like yeah. it's Midnight Express know. Court, you know. It's yeah. just it's not gonna work. But not even that. It's like where is the stuff? I mean, you know, she. It's just incredible. Yeah. It's like, well, what is th- this village has been? You know, it's just uh, this thing to me is the story of this village and what and what yeah. it means to her and how how she is rooted mm-hmm. in 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 this place. Yeah, and the hospitality that she feels she mm-hmm. owes to, to everything around her and to it, to her own, you know, to her own detriment is just so hardcore. Yeah. Uh, dunge for all of us. Oh, this was and, deeply dunge. It's so dunge. B- the most beautiful and heart and like, I mean, just tears my heart out. Uh, oh, I mean, some of the visuals sweetness. they get yeah, in this, like, to it. Her like walking along the cliffs, like opening the rocks, singing mm. to the bees, the dung like, rocks. It's just like some some of that shit is gorgeous. Like it, it, it made me have another thought. I have sometimes that like this incredibly stupid thought I have sometimes when I'm watching documentaries, which is just like, how did they film it? Like, yeah, yeah. How That's are a they? Super like, where question. are the cameras? How like, are how, they there? It's just uh, a yeah. fucking miracle <laughs> of like. The gift of let it, of the fact that I get to like even look at this is like, yeah. it's wild. Yeah. It really is wild. Yeah. Have Have you ever felt like you you know the one of the kids who just like absentmindedly half pays attention to pulling a goat out of or like a baby goat out of <laughs> oh something, God. some like creature thing, and it was like a little kid like struggling. I mean. There's a lot of things to say about this, but I really was thinking a lot about like struggle and like uh, st- struggle where, where you're sort of like too small to be doing something, but you have to do something or yeah. where you don't have the proper instruction or the context for doing mm. something. There's a lot of like um, 
the I think the interesting part when I thought about it beyond my reactions, you know, was was to really think about like what that feels like in a body to just like fuck with a broken piece of metal for two hours and just be like, uh, or just to like yank radio, a little yeah. goat out of a, out of an adult creature. And like, it's not like, it's not like your parents are Probably like, have been doing this goat. for generations and are like, this is the technique that you use. They're just like yelling at you at like yeah. pull. And then you fucking pull an animal out, out of the other realm. You know, it's wild. Just like I'll, I'll, I'll thrash you if you don't do this thing. Right. And, you know, just uh, some great parenting dungeons <laughs> yeah. in this thing. Yeah. But by, by, the, sixth, by the sixth kid. <laughs> <you know>. Don't. <laughs> by the sixth kid or seventh. Or, it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. The approach <laughs> is. A lot of yeah. do's and don'ts. Oh. In this movie. <laughs> well, it, you know, one of the parts that I thought was really beautiful was like, I thought, you know, when you see her glaring at the family when they come mm-hmm. in. You know, it's like you sort of think it's going to be one kind of thing. And then she's just incredibly generous. Yeah. And well, like, because she's thinking about this, like she sees them as as individuals, as people that she cares about. But she also sees them as like part of this ecosystem. And rather than having this kind of like instinctive pushing out the kind of newcomer sense, she continues to try to find ways of incorporating them into this or like you know she tries to mentor the young the young kid who gets yelled at for hanging out with her you know it's like there's just to improve things you know to and it's even like you know i was comparing their cats or whatever you know Mm -hmm. or their and just their their animals it's just everything that she had enough to keep everything beautiful you know to make everything beautiful around her and that she found enough a fan found a way to do this is just, it's miraculous. It's a miracle worker of a human being, but I, that's just, a, and it's just like this tiny snapshot of people like pulling it together. It thinking about the family as like, um, people who are probably displaced in some ways yeah. or that like, you know, so it's like, it's interesting how you kind of like move in and out of different kinds of like, um, responses to the family that are compli- them, yeah. yeah and and like moving back and forth and you know really especially when you see this sort of like honey mafia guy that comes and is like oh, truly a, a, a dungeon master in the worst sense like mm-hmm. is a, do a we pretty have a, deep villain do we have a, an analog for him in any like who is is he who is he in our in the in the dungeon? Well, he's canon? probably like everyone meeting in that house in uh, Boys from Brazil. Like he had that vibe. Oh my like, god! You know, <laughs> he seems evil yeah. in that in that yeah. large yeah. way. Even though he's just like basically extorting someone, you know, or like wow. not extorting, but there, there's a kind of like mafioso. Like, I mean, totally extorting. Like kind of. Yeah. It's like uh, the oldest. It's like the oldest extortion in the book of like. <laughs> I don't care sort of in a way like the thing of like uh, making a deal with someone for like resources that they have Mm -hmm. and then like knowing that they don't have the enough resources and then just being like, well, you got to pay up anyway. Pulling them in too, pulling them in too deep and then holding them to it. Yeah. Yeah. You see all the sort of like, you know, 
Because it's not just capitalism. I mean, it yeah. is mainly capitalism, patriarchy, all this other, all the <laughs> dumb shit that it always is. But like, it's always like I, I kept thinking about this family as like we see them basically like in the middle of a story. It's sort of like, you know, when we watch Throne of Blood and there's the after the mm-hmm. battle, like mm-hmm. I feel like we encounter this family like after the battle, too. It's a know? great point. Um, and so we don't really it's mm. not that I'm like want to sort of like balance things or, or like valorize them or whatever. But it's just that like I like my first response was thinking about her and how much I loved her and the kind of just uh, emotional yeah. crimes against her that she yeah. withstands like really like the bur- the like the the idiocy of burning down the tree the idiocy you know just the wastefulness of it too you see yeah. this sort of wastefulness of oppressive systems yep. and like who's who's like foot is on whose neck yeah. and and like it's easy to like judge the family and then you sort of see like that the dad is just like doesn't have a lot of resources and is trying these schemes. And it's like, I think that you can make some money with bees. I think that you can make some money with like livestock. I think that you could, you know, and it's like, and I definitely know that deep. person, yeah. have that yeah. person in my family, you know, who's, you know, where they're, it's like, it's like the person who's like doing like the, um, the MLMs or whatever, you know, or trying to get you to buy 400 bars of soap, you know, yeah. it's very like, it's not that different from like what, what you see in a kind of like, midwestern family of a medium yeah. size and i guess it's only of- it's only when it tr- it's only when it trespasses on hatidza that it's mm-hmm. like i can't take this shit anymore and but that's like this weird like uh what like i'm colonizing the movie or something like i i, I want to protect mm-hmm. like i, I want to protect mm-hmm. her like in her little space and i want to yeah i kind of want to I kind of want to move the pieces, you know, like you're saying, and maybe I should have kind of stepped back further, but it, it did seem like a starker, like starker measures, you know, uh, ways and measures between th- these two well, sides. Like, I mean, or, and, and that she just said that she can't leave, you know, because of her connection there, that her family's just literally that her family's bodies are there, you know, buried nearby, you know, it's just like, I can't leave this, these, these things. Mm. It's just this profound mm. chain, you know. Dungeons like, within oh. dungeons. Was that you or or the listener that was talking about dungeons and meadows? I think that was maybe Carolina. Mm. Left, maybe, yeah. left yeah. a voicemail or, or like a voice <laughs> message. Um, Never fails. To was talking it. about how like you know this is definitely like a dungeon and a meadow superimposed. You know, yeah. um, or like like you know it looks like there's like you know ruins of buildings and you see this like you know, everyone is after the battle there, like probably literally, you know, Mm. like in a lot of ways, like there's a, we see her and she's like, what in her fifties, maybe like late fifties. I was wondering about, it says like when she was Mm. born in this, Mm -hmm. sometime in the sixties, she was maybe like 10 years older than me or something, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can see that. But, but yeah, just thinking about like the, like her relationship to her mother. And at first you sort of think that it's, going to be more gray gardens than it is. it's a little it's i mean in a way like i keep saying oh, like wow. it's the it's the grayest of gardens but it's also in some ways like so much uh like like it moves beyond that it's not just like bickering there's so much tenderness and like mm. wound dressing and boiling things and being excited that you have a fan to like 
to like you know swat the flies away from your mother's like facial head wound you know it's very great gardens like it it there's a little less blame right like yeah there's some there's still some like it there's tension it dips into blame once or twice but like um yeah there's that moment where she's like what it gets like super great gardens when she's like why didn't you let anyone yes, marry me? Yeah. Oh and, my and, God. And the mother yeah. is like, it was your father. It was yeah. your father. Like it wasn't me. Oh. And that's like, but that's, I like, don't know. You know, I was thinking about like, that's what you were saying before about like the framing of it that we like the, like the throne of blood thing of it. Like where we like, because of where we start and where we finish, like where our sympathies end up lying. But like, I was thinking about like the coming and going oh, of the family. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know, just like the scorched earth element of like, um, it's like a way of telling a story, right? Like you start with one person and then some like fucking hurricane comes through their life and then leaves. And at the end, you're just with the person again. And it's like how you're wondering, like, how have they changed or have they changed? Or Yeah. It's yeah. such a clean story in some ways. Yeah. It's such a like stranger comes to town. No, like, I was going to say folktale. You know? No, you're yeah. right. And she's totally Vincent to her mom's. Uh, you know, she's totally Vincenting her mom there. Wait, that, who's Vincent? Moment. Oh, in the hospital. Hatinza is Vincent in that in that with, with her mom. You know, just saying why why couldn't you? you know, just kind of like kind of egging so her on, like why, why could Fox? You? Yeah, Wait, her mom. Her mom she, must be Jamie Fox. So she's Jamie Fox <laughs> in the hospital with her mom, and the person who is Vincent is oh, the man. like mafia guy who's like waiting there <laughs> while she's in the hospital yes. with her mom and being like. Look, I have like yeah, you know business is business, of, you know. We are the of, only people who have honey. figured out that Honeyland is actually like kind of about collateral. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a meta narrative like like these are all actors. It works. This works. That are here to <laughs> explain. Well, no, it's a like Michael you Mann. Choose, you choose how you're going to frame the quote documentary. Yeah. You know, to make it be about collateral. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean clearly. There's definitely like a lot of like voyaging into the, you know, when, um, when uh, Jamie Foxx has to go into the club and he meets Javier Bardem. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, can you just can we just react so to great. that a little bit? Can you just? Yeah, so you didn't. Did y'all know that you knew that. I, it had so. just yeah, been a long time. Did and you, when you I saw him, back? I was like, yeah. at what point it like the timelines were sort of like it's like if you sort of like did some sort of Moebius strip la jete to Anton Chigurh and like put him in the past <laughs> and the future of his of his life, and he's yeah. just like a calm burned out businessman after he's just like been blasting people in the face with silenced shotgun shells for like decades. He's, he's just like waiting in a club, like yeah. bored with Jamie Foxx's bullshit. And he's like, yeah. look, dude, we paid you to do a job. What the fuck are you doing? You know? Like, yeah. Much more uh, measured, a little more measured, but still intense, intense yeah. bar down. But he's good. Yeah, just these amazing. I just love moments. to see him on screen. I love just to let see me look him at as him. a person. Let yeah. me look at him. Let me look at the like the 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 new scar that I noticed in 
you know when he uh kills the cop in that scene in no country for old men he like puts the handcuffs over the guy and is like choking him out uh, and his uh, eyes look all crazy you yeah. sort of see like a scar on the bottom of his chin oh. and i'm just like oh Avir Badem has like a scar on the bottom of his chin you know it's mm. like i i've like gone that's just deep. acting i've layers just gone like deep bardem you know that's like when, that. when you when you're a really good actor you can like you can create the illusion of scars I mean, scar I, I feel like that was like some subtle, some subtle scars. work there. They did scar that. acting. Scar acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, know, I, I watched Dune last night for the first time. Oh, and yeah. He's kind of a similar character in some ways. Or a similar. Um, Wait, who? Javier. Oh, Javier. Yeah. <laughs> like. He sort of like runs the show for this like group that you don't know a lot He's about. He's just like done with your bullshit, which I yeah. love. Like, um, I think that like I love the gradation of him in Dune. That's just like. He's, he's mm-hmm. just like, how gracious of you not to hunt us, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like his stoicism is so. That's not just like about bravado, but it's about like, what the fuck are you going to do, mm. you know? Yeah. Like, mm. it's like, we've been here for a lot longer. You're like, you yeah. know, but it's not arrogance. It's like, wow. Hit, Javier Bardem, as a as an actor who embodies different subtle gradations of power relationships is so fascinating to me. I was you just know? thinking He's about... so appealing. That seems like that, that kind of plays a part in all of the movies that we were watching. It's just like this weird kind of cover that you have to put over these intense emotion like it, you know but you can tell that there's an intensity underneath this stuff i mean but that you have to put this mask on on top um like you, that you have to doing. get through the day kind of thing yeah like, i mean or even just like you know that vincent obviously seems to be high that all these characters you know just seem to be hiding all of the or, not, or contain hmm. m- much more than this top layer yeah well, I'm thinking about Sunshine now, and like I forgot we even watched Sunshine. Right. Well, like I guess I'm thinking about like these different degrees of like high stress situations, uh-huh. right? Uh huh. And like maybe the lesson. So, like in Sunshine, you have like world ending, like climate change apocalypse, like uh, suicide mission to blow up the sun thing. In Collateral, you have like being like carjack like having to drive around this like psycho killer all night like Being zip tied to the steering yeah. wheel and then in but in and in honeyland it's this like much more like earthy day to day by day kind of thing but maybe that's the point it's like in moby dick melville has that line about like um like about the whale he's like describing the whale line and how like when the harpoon gets thrown the line starts like like this whole like um, world of action is put into motion where the oh, line is wow. like zipping around and yeah. and but and then he ends and he talks about how dangerous it is, but he ends that part by saying, um, "But like if you're a real philosopher, you know I forget exactly how he puts it, but you would know that you're like you're in just as much danger like sitting in front of your fireplace with your poker wow. as you are <clears throat> like enveloped in the whale. So to line. just let the danger spin." Is what he said. Well, like, the, is like, it a Jonathan Edwards yeah. kind of sense of like, you yeah. know, the the thread of grace or the your precarity mm-hmm. in the universe is just like that. Much- yeah, we're 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 barely hanging on, no matter what's going yeah. on, and like, mm-hmm. so like the the characters, 
like Jamie Foxx uh, in that in that scene with Javier Bardem reaches a kind of like like you could almost call it just like fuck it. It's like um mm-hmm. like he reaches a point where he's like able to like um live in the in the moment because the stakes are so like the stakes get so high that he has no choice but to live in the moment. Yeah. And then like in Sunshine you you start like see because it's like the uh, your traditional like space ensemble you like all the characters are being like um are foils for each other kind of mm-hmm. and you get to see like who handles this okay and like who fucking like totally loses their shit and like mm-hmm. gives up on their values and like and and honeyland is the same it's like she remains entirely herself yeah like the the like there's like the amplitude of what she's dealing with changes throughout the movie and her emotions change along with it. But throughout all of it, she's herself. She never like betrays herself the yeah. way, like the way the the neighbor, her like neighbor dude went like he's betraying something when he burns down that tree. Like he's making choices and yeah. there, and he's, he's not just like a hapless victim. Of, right. Like kind of, you know, he's, he's folding under a kind of pressure. Yeah, which that's the part that I feel like in kind of human terms, just the like the way in which you're pulled in different directions and you and, you know, you could really feel the pressure like of um, kind of masculinity and patriarchy mm-hmm. to make someone uh, yeah. uh, like to have to not be able in a, a, a com- in a complete complete way to just be like i don't know will you show me like it's mm-hmm. the absence of humility and then how that works around and and you too. know the end of that her uh, obligation to modesty or to certain you know, almost servitude of him you know in in providing as much advice as she possibly can i mean i think there's also just this sense of yeah it's just like there's a you know a modesty to her that was heartbreaking and but beautiful uh yeah. of course but I think she, it ends up like being an undoing too and that's just part of the you know the lineage and the village and everything else just mm. like the whole thing it's just so that, powerful her generosity her sense of craft is something that i really found most moving out of any of it was like i liked when she got to town and was kind of working the room yeah Yeah. like first of all i have no doubt that that is the best honey that you can get you know but also like i like how she's like yeah it's curative you know it's like she's doing a kind of like uh she's not without cunning or cunning is maybe the wrong word but like a kind of a more benign, more kind of like playful version of that. Like it, it is a kind of like it. it she, we see her as a kind of powerful agent in that way. In the city. Yeah. And yeah. we see how she's able to negotiate the city, even when she's kind of overwhelmed, even by like buying the like hair dye, you know, oh, man, the like, hair dye. but like, uh, you know, Chestnut. she comes off as so, uh, someone who is simultaneously lost wherever she is and also like deeply located in herself. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's just like the, the shots of her walking through and like, she's the one with the, it's like her pace. That's like mm, this heartbeat mm. to, it's like her rhythm is the right rhythm. And if you yeah. watch everybody else, it's like everybody else is awkward. And she, it's just this, I can't explain it, but that's, um, yeah, I guess grace or whatever we 
She really is like, she, like it's interesting to see the way that she behaves in the absence of like a lot of knowledge about her, the ethical foundations of her behavior. Or like if it's if it's religious based, if it's, mm-hmm. like definitely yeah, like kind wondering. of like filial relationship and like that. You know, that's like you can sort of see what the values are, but like then you see values that are outside of like. Hmm of human circulation and you sort of see that, that, that it is because she's inherited the ethics of the bees and the ethics of working with, mm. working with the rubble, you know, not necessarily farming oh. and not necessarily having, having it be like nature undisturbed and then just gathering, but something that's kind of like halfway in between. It's, it's a real like model for how to, the way to keep going, you know? Wow. Like, Ethics of the bees. What a best title. <laughs> it's a it's a Going it's a whole way of being. I mean, and what I being. love about her is I feel like she did she never really like gave like long lectures on the meanings of the bees. She stayed very like materially yeah. located. Like, this is with what it. they do. This is what they like, you know, this is what they don't like. She and... was with them, you know, and that was mm-hmm. spiritual, but it wasn't like there was this metaphysical overlay where, where she was like being this like knower in that sense either. She yeah. was just like, oh, she was, she's able to participate and step out of the way and move. And, and, and so you see her great, like not only grace, but also gracefulness mm-hmm. in her, in yeah. her gestures and the songs. And Expeditious, the- you know, it's just um, accomplishing everything yeah. what what every single thing with like as is perfect you know and as a perfect daughter like even when even when she missteps and seems you know rude or whatever i can't <laughs> like remember. harsh at the beginning yeah it seems yeah. harsh or whatever it's like that, that's it's still part of being a perfect child you know and i think that was like there's the scene where you know her mom her mom can't I obviously can can hardly see or, or or hear and but she wants to help her do her hair after I guess after after she's dyed her hair again or something and she wants to help her and she says uh I can't remember how exactly she's like I can't help you and she goes oh no just here tie my you know just tie oh, yeah. tie the end of my thing I think she'd already finished tying it she lets but her just do like something. letting her do something that she mm. can do and yeah. the 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 gratefulness that her mother feels for that act is like it's it's like i cried my eyes out you know yeah. it's just like that's part of being the child is mothering the mother you know, mothering your mother and uh yeah it's caring for your parents or whatever if you, mm. if you can't if you care to. she's her consciousness is what i would put on the golden record you know mm. if i was gonna be like you know this yeah. is a pretty good representation of what we're capable of when you give <laughs> we, us a shot yeah you, we could do this <laughs> we, yeah we could do this and also like this is a this is a way of being that exists and has a history and yeah has, mm-hmm. but that's has like i i just love how like it's i i don't know just like spending time with her surprising qualities in her she really undoes all the bullshit that we would or that i would bring in terms of what i think the dynamic is going to be what i think the limitations are going to be either sort of like a naive projection on her or a kind of like projection of you know there's all different ways that you can kind of come to this and be wrong and then you just watch her and then you just learn from her you know i mean i was gonna i was gonna say about i mean this reminds me of kind of your of course, like of your botany, and but you're it's like a, a, a touch to things. Oh, this was best uh, for yeah, sure. a touch to things that like it brings 
you know, brings joy to things. Mm. And um, cactus land. But yeah, just She's like a, like a, a lucky, a lucky touch, a lucky touch that that y'all might have that, like, I wish I had. You know, I feel like I do not have that lucky touch. You just have to. You hang do out with about the other right things. You I do. Know, yeah. Wait, it's like, hold on. But no, just in general, it's like you know, some people think that they are like, oh, I can do that. You know, I can do this thing. I can do that thing. Like, I could do that really well. I could do that. You really know what well. you have? But I don't your, think your, I don't... your graceful touch is in language. It's in. It's it in really the, is. It's in the puns. It's in the like. It's, it's in, in the like, knowing in the uh, moment. It's, you, a, yeah. it's, it's a way of like communicating. I was actually thinking about this the other night because I listened to the dungeon and a lot. And one of the things that's the, <laughs> the most rewarding part of hearing my friends talk is to be able to like dig into the like small muttered moments of like, you know, Seth sort of uh. say, just like talking, like saying something that's like in the moment, like talking about the charisma of David Caruso, Caruso and just saying Caruso. <laughs> and then we just cruise past it. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is definitely like beard washing, but I definitely Caruso. was thinking about how that is a way of knowing. And it's a way of po- like your poetry was always like that. Mm-hmm. It always was like very, like much about imminence rather oh, than like so this, this like um, symbolic level. No, you need to like shut up and eminence. listen to us yeah, right I like now. That eminence. Okay. Don't don't make us stop praising you. No, you need it, to shut up and listen. It is really true, and I think that that sort of like comes into a way of being too. What you one of the things that's great about like knowing. I, I think the main reason to be a poet is that you get to know poets for decades, and you get to know like an other human consciousnesses in their particularity. And, mm, you, mm-hmm. you know, it's such a like, yeah, man. you know, it's such a niche way of like spending time where I'm just like, oh, you can really like see people's thought patterns and see them problem solving over there. And like, what's interesting about like, uh, about like knowing you as a person for, for a long time and then knowing your work and seeing how it's very different from every other kind of thing that was in my sort of constellation. It was about like time, you know, it was about, you know, like mm. there's something about like a sort of explosion that just like happens in the moment that isn't preconceived that I think is really valuable, oh, but it's wow. always part of poetry. I mean, you can find that in like so much kind of like, you know, traditional poetry, like traditional East Asian yeah. poetry or something. You could find that in Joe Taravala. You could find it in all these places, but it is like interesting to see what your friends kind of occult lineages that are invisible are or what mm-hmm. their what their sort of mind and language sort of patterns um, vibrate against. Sweet, it's it's the only reason. But that's what these movies are doing to me, too. I mean, they're getting to share like the, sure. these poetries that y'all are. Well, the, what you just made me wonder is like, does she... Does the woman in Honeyland know that she's amazing? (laughs) I don't think so. Well, you know what? I, 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 I thought about her, what her sense of, of self and her sense of worth. There is a real sense of, I think she's driven by craft. Yeah. Yeah, I think she knows that she has that. And a craft craft. that is like dialed up into the lower level of daily mysticism, you know? I mean, she's more Mm. like a monastic, you know? Like it's like if you watch like a a monastic Jean Dillman or something. She would be the mo- the best like competitive monk. I mean, also like she's such a centen too. Competitive monk. Like she if you watch into integrate silence, you can sort of see some people 
settle into it naturally. Some people spend a lot of effort. Some people yeah. very anguished. Some people who live in this kind of eternal light of generosity of God. You yes. know, it's like yeah. you can see that like all mm. these things that we have oh. this category of like a monastic is like mm. so wildly varied. And so when I think of, of a person like her, I think of her as like a, a kind of mystic that is like uh that I don't want to idealize or it's like hard to talk about what's beautiful about her without stepping into like projection or kind of, you know, I don't know what the fuck, like I have no idea what the sort of traditional culture that like shapes her thinking is, you know? Um, And then I also, you know, one small dungeon that I sort of thought about was like, she, you know, she was really happy what, that they were Turks or whatever, you know, it's like you get the sense that there Mm -hmm. might be like certain groups that she might not have been as pumped about, you know, which is like, there's no way around mm. that kind of dynamic either. And I'm not saying that to judge her. I just think that like just living in a person who's from a family, you know, yeah. like where you see that you see those dynamics in older generations where they're not necessarily these like overtly nightmarish things, but they're just like a thing here or there where it's like, yeah. oh, what are like, how long would it take for me to spend time with her to 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 <laughs> have my sort of like idealization punctured? And then yeah. how would I mm-hmm. be? how would I like open up more to that and just like accept her reality? I don't know. I've been spending a lot of time thinking about well, no, that's like person. what when you said, yeah. no, when you said that she really works the room when she gets to town, it made me think that like, she seemed more like a regular, like I think that she was probably like almost like a famous honey lady in town, you know, mm. more so than the, it lets us. But that's developed. Right? Yeah. Like, I, like I, could feel, I could feel that there was like more of a, of course, more than more of a story to her. Pat we are watching her, a documentary or, about yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, right? I mean, of course. Like, and it's just like, but I, I started, yeah, just tempering. I, but that's you know the gen. What? Why temper my generosity to, you know, what appears to be heavenly, heavenly, uh, you know, to 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 loving, you know, this person's kind of heavenliness. Well, it makes you understand love in a different way. Like I actually like thought about like the, like loving the ambivalent parts of, you know, it's like you can't help love everyone except for the honey mafia guy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even if I spent time with him, you know, if we have his like bullshit Anakin Skywalker Godfather story or whatever, (laughs) like I'm sure that like there was something that like I could give a shit about that guy maybe, but like, as it stands, fuck that dude. But just thinking about—he was a beekeeper as a child. No, yeah. I'm just well, just, well, also thinking about like the Senten Galoop jealousy because that's so like mm. what's happening with like the father who comes in with totally. the family oh, is like, yeah. it, and it's point. his jealousy Billy about Bud. like the kids hanging out with with like uh with her is so like um, punishing Senten for you know yep. like. It's it's about like not being seen as like the powerful leader, you know. There's yeah. some, you know, there's or something. as being beloved. It's yeah, like the Senten Galoop thing is about a certain kind of belovedness. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like when the son makes that choice between her yeah. and the father is when he's going to burn that. That's when tree, he loses his yeah, mind. down. Yeah. And yeah. it's such a disgusting devolution to have to witness i just can't you know you know it's in us it's in all of us that evil yeah what i see in him is more panic than anything 
I see him in minute to minute anxiety, panic, and yeah. trying to project confidence while he's yeah. disoriented because he's pulled in a lot of different directions. No, which yeah. I definitely, as someone who's not like a parent or someone who's not like a parent and really struggling with meeting basic needs, you know, I sort of, I, I really spent a lot of time in his mm-hmm. eyes, in his where he he's turning his head where he like has mm-hmm. like a completely unconvincing argument that his bees didn't kill her bees that it was a weather or some bullshit or whatever it's like you're talking to the bee lady like you know but it, yeah, she's like bee consciousness what are you talking about yeah it, it's also an interesting meditation on like how justice gets worked out in the absence of institutions yeah. you know and uh like what what that what the sort of rubble of, of yeah. what, what these like sort of interstitial states of like um, relationships it, to land it, and it property. Feels like, and, it feels like it falls back to biblical, you know, oh, it feels biblical terms. Biblical. And it's just like, there's no political, who's to, who's there to bury or to register a death or to, is any of this happening? I, I mean, it's just like, too. no, I think this, fa- is this family on a ledger somewhere or like, and on, on a, mm-hmm. the, are they, is it a census? You know, are they checking on these people? No, there's like, is there any support for them? I, I, but well, I mean, uh, here too. I mean, it's like, I have no idea. And, I, also, I think about like what, like maybe in some other movies, like say like solidly upper middle class people are, facing and how i kind i kind of like make moral judgments and then i think about like sort of the 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 way in which like you know so many times we'll follow like the travails of like steven seagal who has to like get through a bunch of like it's a fairly like and I'm not, you know, I love Steven Seagal. Yeah. Where are you going? With uh-huh. this? But no, just I'm, I, but I'm just saying like, not in a kind of better or worse way, but just sort of thinking about like what the, <laughs> what, what those, what the obstacles are in yeah. the, in the daily life of um, say the father who is like, has to solve all these problems probably without much education, probably Mm. without much Mm. like support, Mm -hmm. maybe without being able to have a good jump kick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's so much, there's so much that's like sort of stacked up. So that's why I keep returning to the, 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 like the, the, where we, where we see this. I feel a little grace Paley about him. You know, Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. feel like I always just think about about her too. I think, well, I think about like characters that are sort of, um, flawed in a way that you don't necessarily admire but can definitely like relate to you know like is like that the-, the person that doesn't make the totally honorable choice but isn't a monster but is just allowed to be a human being you know um, is that the problem with collateral that i couldn't like there's not that depth to the backgrounds of these people i mean there's something like that's tell, us, tell us about collateral. Yeah, no, you're you're feeling like, like you can't get in. It's it, even like you know that the the streets are empty. The there's an yeah. emptiness, and I so I told my like my brother in law, and he's like he's he's like I lived in L.A. The streets are always empty downtown, you know, or whatever. And I was just like, oh, that's actually accurate. You know how he believes it to be. It's to also the, like to the, the middle the, of like the night, authentic, right? but you know, it just feels it just feels so uh, empty. Yeah, that coyote it's a, shows this up. Thing, it's, yeah, uh, this thing, about the Lars it. von Trier moment, the chaos reigns in L.A. moment. Just beautiful. That's amazing. That's with the Cornell. That's so good. 
I'm a sucker for that anytime. What's the, you know, what's, what was amazing is like his version of, you know, if you think about when he gives, um, when he gives her the, uh, the picture of the Island, think Mm, about uh like, think about the difference in terms of how we can gauge Jamie Foxx's character and how we feel about him and his full sense of self Mm -hmm. versus like, um, James Caan and thief, giving away Oakla, the picture of Okla to oh. someone and being like that th- there's a real g- gap in terms of like where those characters are at. And I don't mean yeah. to judge James Khan's character, but like you can see that Michael Mann is trying to like, he has these like four or five elements that he's working through different kinds of picture like, handoffs, tunings and people's like moral compasses or their sense drills, picture handoffs. <laughs> Totally. There's no double keys. Are there double keys? There were no. There were keys, dude. There you had the key. Double keys. No, we had the key. The key turn. There's the key turns. Um. Oh wow. (laughs) Oh man, my mind features. I'm all over the place here. Um. But no, I mean, I thought there was. It's like, but maybe there is that. Is there that to like a lot of man, man movies that. It's the like collage, missing something. That's like, your, is it missing your something? aspiration in a visual thing that you have to look at every day? Yeah, well, I think I think I'm more overwhelmed than any of these people <laughs> than in, in any of these people in any of these films. And it's just like, yeah, and I don't have six kids, and I'm not trying to like keep all the cows from dying, and like not doing all these things. Oh, and just I have a beyond sense. overwhelmed, beyond overwhelmed, just trying to like get up and put socks on and. I, I've seen get screenshots of some of the emails that you get. I feel like in a way you're definitely on some <laughs> on some days you are definitely like trying to like hammer back a broken truck like oh, you know yeah. it, 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 you know like that's there there's so many like sort of dungeons of uh, of grinding your gears yes and just being a person mm. that like it doesn't matter what the constraints are yeah. like yeah. The, the the like the miseries and also the joys i guess of life will like expand they expand to whatever size mm-hmm. container you're putting them in kind of mm-hmm. yeah. like yeah there's no way around that it's like sometimes i think about this cuz i've like i'm things are pretty pared down for me at the moment <laughs> <laughs> and i still feel like completely overwhelmed at times and i'm mm-hmm. and i think mm-hmm. like well, what if I had anything to do? <laughs> yeah. How, how would I, how would I survive then? And of of course yeah, I would. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, no. It, I mean, like the, the, the these tiny things like balloon up. Like a I don't know. Well, I guess in that and in that sense it's like it is it's almost it's not of course that there, there's it's about realism to watch collateral, but mm. it's like that these it, could could I, you know, I, I guess the the cat the valley between what I think I'm capable of when I watch a movie anymore, like I've said, is just so vastly different than it was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And what and just I, I don't I'm not bullshitting myself anymore when I watch these things, and I'm like I'm not capable of you know getting getting this far in these in these circumstances. And so I guess I just keep getting owned more and more, like by all mm-hmm. the, by like the dungeon movies. But that's like well, the that's the, the, yeah. Dun- yeah. the dungeon is a perspective that, like, you know, 
Like I watch all movies sort of like basically every movie has literally a dungeon in it, you know, like if not a physical space, something. So it's like, it does now just watching all kinds of like seeing the ways that I watch movies differently now is like, I didn't know how to watch things before because I didn't have, it's like having someone show you where, where to look in a painting in a historical period that you don't know how to like, um, visually receive it you know like i I remember going to the the louvre with uh steve zoltansky and lauren skiffin and i have no like i only know like contemporary art yeah well and 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 lawrence i remember like was had been there and like kind of was really interested in you know like old-timey paintings but basically for like how metal they were or like how kind of (laughs) obscene they were or how like confusing they were or how like (laughs) heretical they were so i got this tour like of like not a docent that's like trying to show me like but like (laughs) but getting into like the weirdness of like the like like look at this one like this like like you know this means that like you know or just like you know i i forget what he said it was way better than this but he was just like look at how fucking metal that is you know or it's like when you read like paradise lost and it's like of course you should be listening to like earth or sleep or sun when you're doing you know so like being able to like open up into that space with someone else and just have them be like this is what's good about a thing is a form of like transmission of knowledge that is always like kind of funny too. Sometimes yeah. it's on drugs. Sometimes it's in alcohol. It's sometimes it's just in stress, but it's like a really beautiful way to relate to the world by like using what's, you know, what's, what's in the physical space to like, to be free with it, you know, mm. to be with it, to like enter it into some way and to try to like create a portal for another person to walk through. You know? Fuck. Yeah. What are you, you going to eat something? Um, w- uh, We haven't talked a lot about sunshine yet. Oh yeah. You got, you got anything in your notes? Eating Parker? Up, eating up by the sunshine. Do you have any oh, notes? Dude, I wrote dude loves flaring. <laughs> the, the, the flares on this thing. And I've, I've told y'all that I think I'm going blind. So I'm just like this whole thing, and to, oh god, how freak, turn it up! How freaky 3. the, the faces, 2, baby! How freaky the faces, uh, the face flashes are. Oh, the um, cuts of the faces! Oh my god! Like the dream. It, is it like one future? frame? Is it? Is that there's frame? So, is there, it even it seems like, like there's so much in there? It's like it feels like it's like one frame each time. Like it's like a twenty yeah. fifth of a second. Or yeah, something. it's like the the Fight Club thing or something. But it's well, just like freaky scary faces so can it's we like do- more event horizon than event horizon right i was there. I, I th- yeah, yeah I, that's, that's exactly all I can think of. i'm like is I this would- better than event horizon i'm like i think it is it, and yeah. event horizon is more fun because it's scarier mm-hmm. it like does more horror shit yeah but like sunshine is man if they made sunshine a horror movie it like it's just what i mean i guess yeah someone like, should do it and it's like is that the point of it anyway that it's just such a doomed thing that it's going to have to be fucked up and, e- and evil on some level. It's just like, or, or it's like, I it's, love that they uh, keep calling it the fuck it, the payload over the payload. Oh, like that. It's never called the bomb. It's always the payload, payload into the sun, like an iris or I wrote. And it's like, yeah, there is this amazing, like when it's just like diving in there and it, 
in this thing about the eye, you know their eyes getting burnt out and just loving just wanting to get your eyes fucking blast like i've said over and over like i've been wanting these movies to like blast through my yeah eye i was thinking more about more. you i'm just like that's us in the theater that's us in the that's me in the room man just turn that shit turn those fucking dials <laughs> up yeah. to 3.2 and uh let's rock it let's rock well the 3.2 thing the other thing i was thinking about like so for passover i like i've been like spending every year i've been like tinkering with this like haggadah i've been building like for the passover seder so um i've been trying to like when i learn like new stuff i like try to incorporate it in there and there's like something in like jewish mysticism about like um like the 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 light Whoa! Uh, that was that the, the cat, cat eating. Oh, um, okay. The that was what I'm about to talk about. The light of the like that when God created the universe or whatever, like um, that he, that it had oh, to be like oh. managed. That the universe had to be like managed for yeah. for for us to be able to perceive it. And so, like, you take all the light in the universe and you shrink it down to one ray of light, and that's that's like what we're like dealing with. But like. Mm-hmm. We're we're dealing with like one strand of light out of like mm-hmm. a possible like in, infinite infinity of strands, and I was thinking about that watching Sunshine and like it's tr- it's like um it's like when Trump looked at the sun that time <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're it, it, there was something sort of like charming about it almost it's like we just like because I know I'm gonna I, do that yeah like I can't help like touch the stove or like look at the sun or do the like have fucking you ever idiotic looked at an th- eclipse have either yeah. of you looked directly at an eclipse I don't think tonight I is a lunar eclipse tonight is a total oh. lunar eclipse by the way can you, are you allowed to look like at right, those? Oh, maybe it was, maybe it was already a little. Bit yeah, bad. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think well, you can. Well, like anyway, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, it's like the death drive. Yeah. Or, I don't know. But like, no, yeah. but just it just being rocked by the thing. Yeah, I wanting mean, it, to be yes, rocked. Yes. And oh, dude, well, you're right. But the well, eclipses. I I really like related to a lot. Like, first of all, I was I was just now thinking about this as a movie that's about beauty because sunshine. It's, it, yeah, because there's so much like even the casting, it's like I think you just put Killian Murphy in anything and like he is like the sun. His hotness is so <laughs> suntan, you know, but then mm. you also like I like how he's, you know, I've heard that there's some criticism of like the acting in this that it gets a little wooden. I think mm. it's just the story falls apart a little bit towards the yeah. end. That's why they, Every- they make him the physicist because so they could get, get like, everybody's pretty hot. Everybody's pretty hot, but like not in a way that's like Ocean's Eleven or whatever, where it's like, yeah, of course. (laughs) Oh, that would be great. You're just like, oh my God. It's like Michelle Yeoh is like hot, like in like uh like a normal, like sort of space suit, just like picking up a sort of like hot in her relationship to plants, you know. Yeah, I was thinking about that bus for you. Yes. There's like energy and Killian Murphy, like with his sense of like, I really love his speech at the beginning and the end. Like I, I, even though I kind of know it's coming when he's like, so if you see a particularly beautiful day, you know, we made, Mm, you know, like, mm. like it's so cheesy, but it just fucking works for me. Like, and I also really like the way that he yells. He yells so great. Have you noticed that he does yell like, it's like, it's, it's sort of like that. Like he always like in 28 days later, I've heard him yell in this, like, not high pitched way, but a kind of like really realistic. Like that's what Killing Murphy would sound like if he was being like, 
you know, fighting a sort of zombie in front of the sun or whatever, you know, or whatever he's doing. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, that, that... but I liked it. I like how it sort of like froze him there too. I thought that was cool when it's like, it was very interstellar, right? It, it was like that time expands yeah. and stretches out. So he got to live in that moment for mm. of, of death mm. for a long time. Can I tell you guys about a dungeon of mine that I realized while I was watching this? Oh, oh yeah. So I, the idea of being on a one-way like suicide space mission calms me down so <laughs> much. Whoa. It, like, I, I get it. I get it, too. I fucking, like, I don't know what it is, but I, like... You think it's so, like I so when that, when you get to the point in one of these movies where they realize they're not coming back, I relax so hard. I'm like, well, I had, oh man, oh, this, is wow. all, this is all just like, well, I had trouble each like, time. Each time one of them was like, "It's gonna be me." That's like staying back. You're just like, wow. I was just like, is this? Would it be this easy to find the volunteer to like shorten the you know the oxygen, uh you know, consumption or whatever. And it's just like, this I think they wild, all know they're not coming back. Yeah. It's just this yeah. amazing. I mean, Rose Byrne talks about the difference between thinking you're not going to survive and knowing you're not going to survive. You know, mm, mm-hmm. It is different. I would it, imagine. It's interesting how like low key her character is when she's like, she just tells the truth about that. She's like, yeah, we are going to die. And that's something that I want to like, just talk openly about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like that part was interesting. I was to trying to think about what it is that make like it's like I'm I would like that I would like I kind of want like I want there to be an emergency where I get to where I'm like called upon to go. This I is, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Well this is what yeah. I I remember telling my dad I was like I guess the the 90s felt this way you're just like well I I was like where's our Vietnam or whatever it was like before 9/11 and all this war on terrorism or whatever. And then you get this weird thing that's just not not this dream responsibility you thought it, it, I, I don't know it's just you like mean this the pandemic? weird no i just mean that even the even the when the when war when it seems oh, when like when more yeah. war happened in my lifetime it wasn't like this i mean it was a, a moral question but it's not like this uh decision moment like not not yeah. nor, or not this you know this moment for me myself to Right. To make t- a step one way or, th- or another uh, hmm. that would be meaningful. And it's just like, yeah, these moments, waiting for a certain moment to come, it doesn't. And when it arrives, it's different than. In being with you, yeah. Though you can't serve that purpose before, anymore, I guess. I'll be your fill in when you are blue, so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack. Then you believe in my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, oh, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more.